0: You just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. I, and everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about. You don't
1: want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I, I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door because it was something different than what they thought it would be. and We lied to them during recruiting. or we, we sold them on a dream that wasn't true. Yeah, You know, right now uh, we have the atmosphere of a, of a J.C. softball game. You know, I mean that's what we are, JC softball team. As long as, you know, uh, it's 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 not whether you win or lose. It's like the 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 team that wins is the one that has the most fun. You know that crap like that. You know all this stuff that's contaminated America, where
0: they give every kid a trophy and they don't keep scoring little league anymore.
1: Now that's also it's second in the West, baby. Yes, sir.
0: we excited about second. From now on, it's first, okay? Yeah. Winning the SEC probably is harder than winning the national championship. Do you know that?
1: Well, how about them fucking dog? Turn that damn jukebox
0: hey, hey.
1: Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail
0: State. Welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined as always by my cousin, Shane, who goes by Big Orange Voz on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer?
1: <laughs>
0: hey, babe, what's going on? Hey, I'm coming to you live from the Mile High City, Denver. I'm on vacation mm. and still finding a way to to get a pot out to the people. How about that?
1: That's awesome man man i hope you guys have a blast you know i'd be out there i'm already short of breath down here in east tennessee and i get up there with no oxygen i'd be in trouble Mike. <laughs> oh man well i appreciate you uh getting out here because we've got some live acts we got some wild stuff coming out this weekend i don't know can you i know you're going to get into it but is there a conference or something going on that i'm not aware of or why did all this news all of a sudden just hit our uh, our twitter feeds
0: yeah, so uh, let's just jump right into it. The big thing, the playoff expansion. We got to – that's the – Playoffs? Hot... Playoffs? Playoff? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I'm, uh, Coach Moore, every time I hear the word playoff, so sorry, man. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they're going to have a, a couple of meetings upcoming here in, in just a couple of days, Where and that's where they will – start the groundwork for actually expanding the college football playoff. But before they get to that, they have what's called a working group that they're the ones that uh, analyze all the different formats and, and basically how much money they'd make if they, you know, have all these damn games Mm -hmm. and getting feedback from the rest of the colleges and everything and seeing what they want to do, the presidents and, and administrators. And they have settled Shade on a 12-team hmm. playoff format, up from obviously four. <laughs> now, here's a couple of interesting things right off the bat. This would not take effect for the upcoming season, you know, 2021. Uh-huh. They're saying it would not take effect for the following season, 2022. So this is uh, unlikely to even begin until 2023. So just wanted to start with that. I have no idea why it takes, you know, multiple seasons to implement this, but that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Kind of the key thing here, you know, I'm not a big expansion. I'm not a big proponent of it, but. I am. They they <laughs> We'll get to that. <laughs> they did nail one thing here, Shane. There's no automatic bids to the college football playoff. So. If we got some Pac 12 team that's eight and eight or so or eight, I'm thinking NFL now. Uh if if some Pac-12 team, you know, has lost five, six games, but they mm-hmm. somehow win their Pac-12 conference, they are not guaranteed a slot in the 12 team playoff, which I like. Uh the way they're gonna do it, they're gonna go conference championships. You have to win the conference championship, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna take six of those championships champions whoever ranks the highest of those six it could by playing it out like this held even the sec champion could be left out if they're not ranked in the top 12 of the nation now of course that's totally unrealistic but you're right you know let's let's say alabama wins the sec and they're ranked number 13 in the nation they would not go to this playoff mm-hmm. now after the six conference champions from all across the country then they'll take six, the sixth highest ranked teams that are remaining. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. No, I. I no, not really. <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm looking. I'm
1: like, that's that's clear as mud, Mike. So, what you're saying is, um, okay, okay. So they're looking at 12 teams. Six of them won't get automatic bids, but they're going to take six of the conference champions that are ranked the highest. Is that what you're saying?
0: Right. So, you know, sometimes we'll have like a Boise state.
1: Yeah, of course. That's
0: right. Ranked like number 10 and they're undefeated. Mm Mm-hmm. They're in because they're in the top 12. Okay. Now if the ACC champ is, you know, they win the championship, but they're ranked 13th, they're out. I got you. No,
1: it, it makes sense. Yeah.
0: And then after that, and this is uh, this is what Greg Sankey said uh, after they had this uh, revelation here on Thursday. He said the SEC pushed for twelve instead of eight because his fear was, hell, if we we're going to do it this way, we know that you're, that we're going to push for conference champions. Yeah, but at the same time, we want to make sure that some of the best teams in the country like. In recent years, Georgia, which may only have one loss to Alabama, we got to make sure those teams get in. So, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, I'm pretty much on record. I'm not a huge fan of the expansion just because it's, you know, some of these monumental matchups that we get in the SEC, whether it's uh, Florida-Georgia, Florida-LSU, Alabama-LSU, they're no longer going to be essentially playoff games. Right. I mean, they're going to be for playoff seeding, and I I really think that hurts the regular season. But on the flip side, in November, I think you're going to have a lot more teams saying, "Well, hell, we've got a shot at this thing." Mm-hmm. It's going to keep the fans engaged. It's going to keep, uh, you know, the, the players more engaged. I mean, the players are always engaged, but I think, and it's just going to make more of the nation involved in this college football playoff. So I understand why they're doing it. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this twelve-team playoff,
1: dude? I love it. I absolutely love it. And I get your argument that the games don't mean like they used to. Like you, I mean, years past. You guys know. I mean, take Texas A&M for for instance. They had to run a perfect season to to make a college football playoff. I mean, they dropped to the national champ and couldn't get into the bowls or, or into the playoff spots. You know, so that makes every game a little bit more important. And, and, you know, I remember years past, man, uh, late, early two thousands, late nineties, you know, you, you lose a game to Florida, Tennessee, as a Tennessee fan, you, you lose early to the Florida Gators. It's like, it's almost over that, that you, you lost your shot to get into uh, a BCS game or you lost, you know, your shot to get in play. It's, so I understand that that side of the argument. However, you know, years passed. And another one that I'm hearing about is the bowl game because they're going to lose a couple bowl games with this situation. Am I right, Mike? There's going to be a couple of them going away.
0: Well, what they're doing, which is, is going to be really cool, I think, they're going to have playoff games at home stadiums. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the first round of the playoffs. So the the highest ranked conference champions, they'll get a first round bye. Right. And one thing I love about that, Notre Dame not in a conference. Get your ass out of here. No bye <laughs> for Notre Dame. It's impossible for Notre Dame to get a bye in the college football playoffs. So that's great. But let's say, like last season, I put this out there. Let's let's just look at uh, how it would have looked. And I know last season, because of the COVID and everything, it's, it's pretty, you know, not – it was a unique year to say the least. But, like, last season, we would have had Alabama number one, Clemson number two, Ohio State number three. They all would have gotten buys. And then number six, Oklahoma, would have got a buy. Mm-hmm. And why do you jump from three to six? Because Notre Dame was four. They didn't win a conference, so they cannot have yeah. a they cannot get a bye. And then Texas A and M was number five, and of course they didn't win the SEC, so they'd have to play in the first round. So right. uh, the, the the first couple of games would be we're talking uh, in Gainesville in the swamp. There'd be a playoff game. I mean that'd be fantastic. College Station there would be a playoff game.
1: Hell yeah, I, I I'm all for it. And and this is why. I mean, you you look at teams like uh, I mentioned Texas A and M. You know, when they when they had that loss early in the season against Alabama, it was not the same team in December. Right. You know, I really thought they deserved a shot in the college football playoffs, but they didn't get that opportunity. But some of these shit teams did. You Like Notre Dame, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They're just one of those that I think a 12-team expansion is important because they're going to keep putting some of those low-tier teams in to give them an opportunity, but instead of taking away opportunities from – SEC powerhouse programs that may have had a bad game or a bad Saturday or a a bad you know who knows it could have been COVID it could have been uh, injury related it could have been a whole bunch of things you know that could keep some of these programs out in the future by just one bad Saturday Uh, and now they'll have an opportunity it's like a mulligan so I'm all for it because when you look at these bowl games, man, how many opt outs did we see this last season? You know, in right. this, and it's not just COVID. The years before it is the same thing. as the 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 bowl games? They're not. They don't. They're not as good as they used to be. They they don't mean as much as they used to, you know. And I, I think when you have a college football playoffs, if you watch that, man, these kids gave a hundred and ten percent because it meant something to them. And and I think the fans are going to realize that. And it's just going to it's it's just going to uh, strengthen our love for the offseason, I think. I think it's going to rekindle some of that love we used to have for the Citrus Bowl or, or for the Rose Bowl and things like that. So I, I'm, I'm pumped up for it. I'm, I'm excited. And, uh, and, and I think it's going to give SEC more opportunities to win national championships.
0: And here's one other thing that uh, m- many people may not be focusing on that it's going to help as well. We've already seen Georgia and Alabama The leaders at those schools understood where this was going, they've been loading up their non-conference schedule. Mm -hmm. And here's just an example. I'm just looking at the uh, future schedules right now. Georgia in 2028, Shane, they they go to Texas and they host Florida State. Uh, The next year they play Texas, they go to Clemson. This is in the same season. And the following season – Check this one out. They they host Clemson and Ohio State in, the, in 2030 in addition to playing an SEC schedule. Mm. And I think we're just going to get more and more games like this because here's what George is thinking. You know, in 2030, we're playing Clemson and Ohio State. God forbid we don't win the SEC that year, but if we have a win over Clemson and a win over Ohio State, how are you going to leave us out of the college football playoff? So mm-hmm. we're going to get more – Marquee non-conference games, so I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive here. and Look at the bright side, because I'm. I'm a little worried that they're blowing up our sport and they're making it, you know, like the NFL, which uh, it kind of is now. But it's like you said. I mean, at the end of the day, who is going to benefit the most? It's going to be the SEC, and that's just going to give more of our listeners opportunities to experience life in the college football playoff and and potentially win that national championship. Are are you at the the pound? What's going on over there? (laughs) My dog hates the playoff expansion (laughs) (laughs) team. Well, you
1: know, another thing, Mike, is uh, we saw it last year when we had 10 SEC games. Mm -hmm. You know, don't be surprised if this doesn't open the door for more conference play because now you can afford to drop one. I know. I know. No one goes into the season expecting to lose, you know, uh, but now you can afford a tougher schedule if a two-loss SEC team can make uh, make the playoffs. So I I think I I get what you're saying when you were talking earlier about the games not meaning as much, but I'm thinking some of these low-tiered programs that we are used to, these cupcake teams that we've seen in years past, I think we're getting away from that. And so we're going to have a better product on the field every Saturday. You start by allowing more more kids have the opportunity to play in the playoffs. So I'm I'm all in, Mike. I thought they'd go with eight at some point. Mm-hmm. Kind of blows my mind they're they're going straight to twelve. But uh, I love it, man. I, I I I don't see the flaws. And I've been I've been watching on on the news and ESPN and all these guys are coming out and they're saying they're. I mean, it looks like this is almost not a done deal, but it sounds like they're they're not having a lot of like. I'm sure there's going to be a crowd. There'll be a small crowd that's going to say we shouldn't do this, but I'm I'm thinking the larger voice is going to prevail here, and we're going to have an extension in playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. So, any other questions on the playoff Shane format before we uh, we move on? Uh,
1: no, I, I am. I, I like the the home and home thing. So,
0: mm-hmm. one
1: one question, I guess. So the first round, uh, that will have home field advantage. So that would bring the teams down to. Oh wait, there'd be a bye, right? Somebody gets the bye in the first. So, how how many weeks is this going to be?
0: Uh, it'll be one week, two week, three. Uh, look, looking like three weeks of uh, playoff action here. Okay, so when we do this, is
1: it always going to be at the stadiums or at once we get to four, then we're going to start looking at, um, you know, neutral sides, bowl games, that yeah. sort of thing? so, so that's okay. how they're going
0: to do it. First round, the the elite of the elite, the top, the highest four conference champions, they get a bye. Mm-hmm. That round will be home and home or, or just – or home stadium playoff games. And then the next round will be – same as it's always been. so a neutral site bowl game and then the national championship neutral site bowl game. And how
1: great would that be? Your team just
0: has a kick-ass year and then you have an opportunity for another
1: home field advantage. I just think that's great. You know, I'm watching the baseball first time in my entire life, Mike. And, you know, I, I see the excitement and the buzz you know, here in Tennessee, is super regional, we're able to do it in Knoxville. Could you just imagine having a, a playoff game in, in, in Knoxville or Tuscaloosa or Gainesville, like you said, in late December? I mean, it's. Imagine it's the LSU be a-
0: Tigers, Bat Rouge, <laughs> tailgating before that playoff matchup. You know what?
1: Absolutely, man. Well, think about some of these guys up north, man, traveling up there. Now snow's a factor. You, you didn't think about that. So. Um I, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of fantastic games out of this and uh I'm I'm all for expansion.
0: All right, Shane. So uh hey if any of the listeners got questions, don't forget to hit us up on the mailbag 615 800 Love. Love. <laughs> all right, Shane, like I said, real quick, just got a couple quick hitters. Uh just wanted to, you know, anytime we got one of these video clips, I just think they're great. This is uh, Clark Lee, of course, the uh, new Vanderbilt coach, who, I don't know if you know this, Shane, he's a former walk-on himself. He walked on to Vanderbilt's football team during a, a recent team meeting. I just thought this was a really good message. And then he gets emotional himself giving out these scholarships. Make the decisions necessary for this program to reach its potential. And that's not for me, and it's really not for you. It's for us, it's for this program, it's for everyone in this room that wants it, that's investing in it. Make the choices. This is the most important year in the history of Vanderbilt football. And each of us have ownership in that year. So I'd like to have Cam Coleman, Harrison Smith, and Michael Spencer standoff. Want to
1: congratulate these three guys that we put on the cover.
0: All right, Shane. So I mean, how could you not <laughs> love that? And like I said, it, I, it just not that it necessarily means more because he was a walk on, but he's been in those guys' shoes in that same building, in that same program, and I think that helps his sense of what that's like. And and hell, I think it I think it helps Vanderbilt football to have a man like that leading the program.
1: Absolutely, man. It's not a cheap school to play at either. So mm-hmm. this this is this is awesome. I always love these. Um, I used to remember the like the kicks one. Yeah. It's like, you make his <laughs> kick, you get a scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. But uh, I, I love stories like this because these kids, I mean, they're doing everything they can just to be around the program and to get a few more years in, uh, in college football. And then to finally get that scholarship, man, I can't imagine the phone calls that went out that night, just letting friends and family know. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about, man.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's skip it all down to Rocky Top real quick. Shane, I just want, hey, this is more for you than, uh, but I know the Tennessee listeners will really appreciate this one. I don't know if you heard the news, Shane, but uh, they are upgrading Neyland Stadium. Mm. Danny White just announced this on, I think it was Thursday. Uh, They are adding a new video board. So now there's going to be two screens inside Neyland Stadium. And what's really cool about this one, is uh, they're putting it in the uh, the upper deck, you know? Yeah. And they're clearing out the area, the whole seating area. Yeah. And they're gonna make it like a standing room area right under the giant giant screen. And I think it's going to be like an open bar type situation. So, Hell yeah, Danny White's trying to make it a unique situation there in Nealon Stadium. And I think it's what you got to do, man, to get people excited about coming to the game. And, and you know, the vast majority of the stadium will be untouched. So, it's not like they're blowing up Nealon Stadium to do this. But clearing out a couple sections in the upper deck and, and making it, you know, more of a bar under this giant, giant video board. I think uh, I think this is a great idea. What do you think? I love it, man! Absolutely, cousin Shang
1: will be doing a cake stand right in the <laughs> middle of that. Before... <laughs> uh, I love it, man! I, I love the excited, I love the vision. Um, you know, I, when when you're explaining it to me, I think of uh, games like, um, oh man, like Tampa Bay. You know, they got the ship down there, and then right. it's just kind of like it's just different. It's unique. It stands out. So. Uh, There's going to be some great, great camera views out there, man, because ball fans (laughs) get rowdy sometimes. and we got the open bar, man. Watch out.
0: (laughs) All right, last one, Shane. uh, Jump on down to Lexington. Real quick, had to make this note because Ole Miss, you know, one of the recent episodes I announced their leading tackler, linebacker Jacquez Jones leaving the team. He's already announced where he's going. He's going to suit up for Mark Stoops, Shane. So mm. Ole Miss to Kentucky transfer, starting linebacker, led the team in tackles. And Kentucky, you know, they lost first-round pick Jamin Davis to the NFL. They only have one returning starter at the linebacker position, at, and that's DeAndre Square. So Kentucky getting uh, potentially a instant-impact linebacker here who's got two years to play potentially. Unless mm-hmm. he goes on to the NFL after this one season. But a uh, nice little pickup here for Kentucky and you know the momentum is is already up surrounding that program and what that defense is gonna potentially do this season and now they're adding another piece, so if I'm a Wildcat fan, it it's been a hell of a week. Yeah, and you're creating a little bit of a pipeline with transfers,
1: you know. I I think I mean you look at Kentucky, I mean not only are these kids transferring, but they're when they're going to the NFL. So it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is a big move for them. It's it's probably one that should get a little bit more news than it is. But um, this is this is huge for him. Wildcats. Did we? I mean, did we get any reason on why 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 leave Ole Miss? Uh, or is this was this just kind of like out of the blue?
0: Well, I believe he's. Um, I want to say the linebackers coach at, at Kentucky came from Ole Miss, so mm. I think he's he's more than likely following that guy. I got but- you. Again, I no mean,
1: foul, no foul play, though. You know, no. I don't <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> not not only that, but I was just say what you. I mean, what you just hit on. I mean, Kentucky's producing first round draft pick after first yeah. round draft pick at that linebacker position. And no disrespect to Ole Miss, but they're going to be they're, they're god awful on defense. You know what I mean? So, it's well, like, it,
1: in their defense, though, it's it's hard with the type of offense that that Lane runs. You know what I'm saying? I get right. why he's doing it. In fact, if you if you have a real feeling, a gut feeling that, you know, you're going to go to the NFL, you, I think you're going to have a better shot with a, with a Kentucky team than you would an Ole Miss just because of the way Lane's going to be playing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you you know, you can live with this if you're Ole Miss because he's not going to, like, LSU or Mississippi mm-hmm. State or something like that. You know what? Mm-hmm. All right, Shane, so that's all I got. Um, you got anything before we hop off here? I got some
1: reviews. Uh-oh. All right, Mike. Well, for starters, I appreciate everybody. All the fans. Love them all. Uh, you know, it's starting to pick up steam. The countdown's doing great, Mike. Appreciate the effort you're putting in there. Uh, it'd be nice if there was uh, a few more that were not against Tennessee, but, you know, that's <laughs> that's why they call them highlight reels, I guess. <laughs> you know, ball has got to be in there somewhere. But anyway, Mike, i uh, the ratings, reviews—that's that, what helps us out. And you know, put taking a little time. We've got a few in here, made their second review, sending out a second koozie to them. Uh, love to see these cold beers this fall. Um, so I'm going to go back. This one goes back. It's June 2nd. This is Gamecock
0: Rob. Oh wait, A Shade before name. you uh, yeah. before you start reading the reviews. I yeah. did want to make a note real quick. Uh, apparently, I've been putting the wrong damn postage on all of these. I just got a flood <laughs> of koozies returned to me for not having enough postage i don't know after two years of sending these bad boys out i didn't know if it was a problem all of a sudden so i have re-sent out a bunch so if if anybody is delayed and it shouldn't be delayed more than a a week or so but uh that's why because these these (laughs) damn things are getting returned to my house so uh we're remailing a lot of those out hopefully these that they all get out to you
1: and, you know speaking on that note just a, just a little fun fact I pulled up on TikTok which is a horrible app and I, I, I don't recommend downloading it because you'll just watch videos nonstop, and then you'll send links to Mike and he ignores them but one of the ones that I saw the other day was very informative it's about the postal service if you don't have a stamp Mike did you know you can put money on the envelope that you're mailing so no stamp just put your whatever it is 55 cents out there they mm-hmm. will put the stamp on there for you. Did you know oh, that? No. Yeah, yeah. And if you need a, a, a thing of stamps, let's say you don't want to go to the post office, you can put an envelope saying you want it, put the money in it. That day or the next day, they'll bring you a sheet of stamps. So uh, just, just, you know, the more you know. <laughs>
0: that information that would have been useful yesterday. Sh-
1: yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My bad. Well, you shouldn't have
1: ignored my link, Mike. But anyway, this one comes from Gamecock Rob. Love it, five star. Great podcast talking about the greatest conference in college football. Keep up the awesome work, y'all. Well, Gamecock Rob, I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, Rob. Next one comes from UGA Dog Fan eighty one. Keep it up, five star. Love this podcast. Started listening last year. One of the best with the coverage of all fourteen teams. But my dogs will go twelve and zero, not ten and two. Go dogs! Have a beer for me,
0: Ashmo. Well,
1: Ashmo, you got it. <laughs> Let me get a sip. Hey, of that. Thanks, Ashmo. George's going mm. all the way this year. Man, if not now, then when, Mike? Next one comes from Ramsey Rocket. That SEC podcast five star. Mike and Shane have the best college football podcast on the web they both call it like they see it and that's refreshing in this day and time we are living go cats well ramsey rocket killer name i appreciate you yeah thanks ramsey all right next one comes from jay shirley 34 five star awesome sec podcast i look forward to this podcast every day just a couple of good old boys that love football Keep it up. Go, Dogs. Well, Jay Shirley34, I appreciate you. Thanks, Shirley. Appreciate you. Next one comes from a long name. Shidney. Shid na- I, I don't know if that means anything, but that's a cool <laughs> long name they got in there. Uh, five star. The title is a crown emoji. I love that. Love the part. M I Z. Yeah, well, Shidney. Do- I appreciate do- you. <laughs> you. Thank you. Shib-a-d- Can't say your name either. Yeah, I'm going to butcher that. I know I'm always afraid to try those because I'm always afraid. It's like, you ever know, seen those that they're at Walmart and they're like, you know, called Dragon Peters to the front, you know, and then you call, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I thought I'd make believe these letters and I say it and then I find out I said something stupid. But next one comes from Seawaters 1818. Great show. Five star. Great pod. Good mix of information and laughs. 10 out of 10 recommend.
0: Go dogs.
1: Well, Seawaters, I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, appreciate your waters. I'm, I'm sensing a theme here. Lots of dogs. That's right. You know, you tell
1: them they're gonna win national championship. then jump on Mike. That's when the Florida <laughs> Bad Reviews come in. <laughs> dogs on top, eighty nine. Good SEC coverage, five star. Good podcast that lets you know everything SEC. Love the banter between these two guys. This show is solid. Go dogs. With well, dogs on top eighty nine. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks dogs. Appreciate you. Next one comes from M. Montgomery 55. Great show, five star. We catch all of your episodes each AM on the ride to the office. Keep it up, Go Gators, Michael. I appreciate you. Yeah,
0: appreciate you, Michael. Man, how how
1: wild is that game going to be, Mike? I know. You know what I'm saying? Just the, that the world's largest outdoor cocktail party is going to be absolutely. Let's go this year. Let's freaking go. It's going to be the wildest. It's going to be packed. We're going to be drunk. It's going to be awesome. We need to go, Mike.
0: Maybe last we need uh, I, I bet the hotels are already booked up. Maybe uh, one of the listeners can help us out because... Uh, we don't
1: even need it, man. We're going to put a tent out there. We're just going to camp <laughs> out, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bed in the back of the truck. We'll be fine. Next one comes... Our last one comes from Vandy, number eight. They do a really good job trying to keep... Now, this one's cut off. Do you got the rest of that? That... That was a long title. They do a really good job trying to <laughs> – Trying to touch. touch is- <laughs> yeah, <it's-> <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do a really good job trying to touch feeling, touch your feelings. I don't know. Touchdown, Tommy. Uh, five-star. Great inside in all the SEC teams. Happily subscribe. Well, bandy number eight,
0: I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate your vandy, and uh, we appreciate each and every one of you that does that. That's why we send you those beer koozies free of charge. Just send your review and a mailing address. Don't forget that mailing address to thatsecpodcast at gmail.com. Well, Shane, that's going to do it for this show, buddy. I appreciate you hopping on the line. I know you got to jump off here. and appreciate each and every one of you dropping in with, the, with just the football stuff. <laughs> what the, the hell are you doing up there in Colorado? Huh? you got to lay off
1: that wacky tobacco, Mike. Right? I appreciate
0: each and every one of you hanging out. Catch you on the next one. All right.
1: Catch you on the flip side. Go fall. <laughs>